Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. Two former leaders battle for their future. Ghislaine Maxwell gives up the fight to keep names sealed, and the World Health Organization suggests Britain's battle against coronavirus might be coming to an end. It's Tuesday, January 18th. Here's your News Fix. In Ireland, the funeral of Ashley Murphy is due to take place today at 11 a.m. According to RT News, the President, the Taoiseach and the Justice Minister are all expected to attend. At the same time, schools across the country are expected to observe a minute's silence in honour of the 23-year-old teacher who was murdered last Wednesday. Meanwhile, police have asked for information from anyone who might have seen a man in a black tracksuit last week. The Irish Times noted police plan to arrest and question the man currently in hospital with unexplained wounds as soon as he is deemed well enough. In two stories we're keeping a close eye on today, Israel's former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is reportedly close to reaching a plea deal, one which would end the corruption trial he has been married with for years. According to multiple media reports, it appears Netanyahu is ready to accept some level of guilt, but his family are reportedly against the idea. The devil in the detail? What remains to be seen is whether or not Netanyahu accepts moral turpitude in the deal. If so, it would mean that Netanyahu, Israel's longest serving prime minister, would not be able to participate in politics for seven years. For anyone totally unfamiliar with the accusations leveled against Netanyahu, we've included in the newsletter some BBC context, which was really helpful. In the three cases against him, Mr. Netanyahu is accused of receiving gifts in exchange for favors, negotiating to improve the circulation of an Israeli newspaper in exchange for positive coverage, and promoting legislation financially favourable to the owner of an Israeli telecom giant in exchange for positive coverage on its news site. The other story we're keeping a close eye on, Ukraine's former president Petro Poroshenko has returned to the country to face charges of treason. The bigger picture here is that he argues the charges are politically motivated. As the Washington Post pointed out, it makes for, quote, a standoff that observers say risks dangerously dividing Ukraine while Russian forces are massing on the border. The New York Times described it as a perilous distraction and context on all of this from CNN says, quote, Poroshenko 56 is being investigated for alleged treason linked to the financing of Russian-backed separatist fighters through illegal coal sales in 2014-2015. He could face 15 years in prison if convicted. And it's two things we're definitely going to keep a close eye on for you. In consequential court developments, in Ireland, the High Court has lifted an order for a woman suffering from anorexia to be force-fed. The court acknowledged the ruling may result in the woman's death, but expressed hope that with the absence of the feeding tube, the woman might respond to other medical treatments. According to the Irish Times, the woman is in her 40s and has suffered with the disease for more than 25 years. In the US, Ghislaine Maxwell has given up her fight to keep the names of eight men, or John Doe's as they are referred to, a secret. Who are the John Doe's? They are connected to a 2015 defamation case that was brought by Virginia Dufresne. CNN noted two of the John Doe's do not oppose their names being revealed, and it is now up to a court to decide whether or not those names should be unsealed. Meanwhile, an ITV documentary, Ghislaine, Prince Andrew and the Paedophile, is set to air at 9pm tonight. It includes a scene where Prince Andrew's mobile phone appears to be found in Epstein's Little Black Book. In two relatively positive pandemic updates, the end of the pandemic is in sight for Britain, according to the World Health Organization. The Times reported cases fell by more than a third in a week. Meanwhile, in Ireland, NEFIT is expected to recommend the easing of restrictions on Thursday. 
In terms of what specifically is expected, the main change is a closing time of midnight for bars and restaurants, which have been obliged to shut at 8pm since before Christmas. Now a new book called The Betrayal of Anne Frank releases today and identifies a suspect believed to have been the person who gave up the diarist and her family to the Nazis. For six years, research was carried out by a team including a former FBI agent. They now believe a Jewish man called Arnold Vanderberg, who died in 1950, was most likely the person who led the Nazis to Anne Frank's family. There has also been suggestions Anne Frank's father had received an anonymous letter revealing to him that Vanderberg was the one who betrayed them. The former FBI agent who did a lot of this research has suggested anti-Semitism may have been the reason it was never made public. Hashtag have your say, in Monday's News Fix we wrote about the government's plans to scrap the BBC's licence fee beyond 2027. We asked you guys on our Instagram account what you thought about it. 57% of you think the licence fee should be scrapped, 52% think the annual £159 fee is not value for money, while a minority 42% of you view the BBC as an objective platform. Lastly, in Twitter trends, Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney's younger sister, continues to promote her new memoir and has participated in a lengthy and emotional podcast interview which released overnight. Within it, Jamie Lynn touches on the rocky relationship with her sister, the heartbreak Britney must have felt following the breakup with Justin Timberlake, and how she coped with her father's alcoholism. That's today's fix. Have a great day.